Oh, dear. No. No. There. There we go. There we go. There's the reaction I was waiting for. Now I I need to unsee this. So I did something that I haven't done in a really long time and something we haven't talked about in a really long time, which is one, video games, and two, I did a Destiny Grind. There is, a Destiny Grind. Yes. It, For the every, rest of us, what is that? So every year, there is an event where you can do a bunch of, the, of things in game, which are like really hard or long tasks like completing like a series of missions and stuff and it 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 takes a while but it's you complete a bunch of them and then you have the ability to order a special like commemorative t-shirt for the game that kind of shows that you did that um, okay and i've gotten the like last a, like t-shirts. a for, for your avatar or no, like an actual physical t-shirt oh dang okay yeah, pretty cool uh, yeah. Yes. So during the time that this event was going on, because it's a limited time, like you only have like 20 days or something to get it done. I was out of town and like doing other things. So I didn't really have a lot of time to bust out that giant grind. But at the last minute in the last like day and a half, I was like, no, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get this shirt. And so I logged 16 hours of destiny over the course of a day and a half. Oh, damn. <laughs> It murdered me so bad, Tony. <laughs> That's quite a fit. And and you're taking care of your wife. So yep. that amount of time management, I mean, yep. I think over the course of the two else. days, I got a grand total of three hours of sleep. Um, I even had to work the day that I finished it. Uh, the Ladies cutoff and gentlemen, was this like... is dedication for a t-shirt. <laughs> the cutoff was at 11. I finished my uh, my final thing that I needed for the t-shirt at uh, basically 10.59. Like, I literally oh jumped on the website and redeemed my code right at the cutoff. <laughs> oh, my God. But I busted it out. <laughs> I got it done. And for the third year in a row, I've gotten this t-shirt. Wait, so you already have this t-shirt? Uh, every year they do a different one. So okay. the first one was like blue and had a design. The second one was uh, kind of an off-white and had a design. And this one is uh, kind of brownish. I um, guess the t-shirt is is really cool in the circles of people that are extremely into Destiny. Because if you were to wear it and walk around and somebody, let's say at the mall, saw it. I'm like, hey, you grinded. Like, yeah, I did. And like everybody else would be like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, okay, I, fo- I found another one. <laughs> it's like, okay, good. Yeah, Where, no, it's alone. definitely like a niche thing, but yeah. I I will tell you, I'm so happy to have gotten that done. It's, uh, it's, it's, I've, I've done it, every, like, I've done it for the last two years. I had a streak going. I didn't want to ruin the streak. Mm, you, you can't. I mean, that's blasphemy. Yeah, it's le- legally I had to do it. <laughs> it's in the bylaws. <laughs> It's it's in our gaming clan bylaws, obviously. Yep. Once yep. you once you start a streak, you cannot end the streak. Yep. No, but I am I am. However, I'm very happy that I got it done. I was the shirt free. No, well, the too? shirts the shirts like thirty five bucks. Okay. Um, I know it's not the best situation. Yeah. But like <laughs> my 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 thought is is the with the 
hundreds and hundreds of hours that I've put into this game, $35 is not a lot of money because we get a lot of free content on this game. Um, Do you, though? Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. Because no, you and I and another a... individual have had multiple conversations about I paid X amount for the game and now I have to pay another X amount for for this DLC and then another X amount for this DLC. Mm-hmm. Just give me the just give me the DLC <laughs> and just have me pay one ginormous amount up front and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way it works, but from your standpoint, you say, well, there is still quote unquote free content. Are you saying that even if I didn't buy Forsaken or if I don't buy the next chapter, I'm still going to get this free content? Yeah, there's there's always like when they sh- uh, put out their roadmap of what they're going to be releasing. Yeah. Um, there's always like a, a free tier and a non-free tier. Okay. okay. Yeah, they always, always, always have a combination of the two which are like okay well we have a new game mode for non you know the non people and uh, uh not a new game mode for the you know there's 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 stuff there's stuff to take care of you i mean for the roughly 1100 hours that i've put into destiny uh i've spent probably 200 dollars it's probably overestimating but 200 dollars on the game i mean that's let's let's put it in the calculator real quick that's about 18 cents an hour and that's that's a lot of enjoyment that 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 was a lot of fun and i would i would do it all over again um okay so yeah like i i would say 35 bucks for a shirt it it's not gonna be for everyone and i completely understand that but it's definitely for me i mean far be it for me to tell you how to enjoy your time and spend your own hard-earned money obviously (laughs) um I I feel like if they were to do that with the game that I'm currently addicted to, Apex Legends, um, my initial feeling would be, gah, just another way for a company to, you know, uh, stranglehold me for more cash. But there'd be a larger thing in my brain saying, get it, get it. and you know you can get it like you you finish the battle pass for season one and season two before everybody else because you just grind it out like you're good go 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 and so that's where that's i'd I'd probably be in the same camp for me destiny is not the game but i know it is the game for you uh so i'm happy dude i'm happy for you when when do you expect to get it uh i don't know i actually haven't ordered it yet uh just Waiting for one or two things first, but yeah, I, I, I'm ready to order it. Maybe okay. I'd probably say like uh, two weeks. So redeeming the code just says you are allowed to order it, but you yes. still had to redeem the code before eleven. Right. You okay. you get you get your purchase code basically, or else the shirt comes out. Uh, if you go on Bungie's website, the shirt comes up as seven thousand seven hundred and seventy seven dollars and seventy seven cents. I wonder if anyone whatever buy it that. doesn't let you it oh, okay. it says the the amount is too high so the absolutely not so when the purchase code showed up because you play on xbox and i know it's adjacent to your computer but were you able to copy and paste the code or was it an easy code to type in how, the, how did the, that work uh it's quite simple actually it's just when you complete it on the game you redeem it in the game nothing pops up in the game just saying like hey there's a code for you 
And then you both get an email and you can go to Bungie's website and it pops up and says, hey, here's a code. You can save okay. it and we'll save it. They don't really save it, though. Okay. But you're good. It's saved for you. Or it's rather, saved you for me. redeemed yeah, I'm, it, so I'm, it's saved for you. Yeah, I'm good to go. I'm, okay. I'm ready right. to get my new toy, as it were. He's ready to rock <laughs> and he's ready to roll. Yes. You're familiar with these electric scooters that you'll find in cities like L.A., San Francisco, from Bird, Lyft, Bolt. Yeah, we have uh, them come, here. Come. Yeah. Um, I, although I live in the Bay Area, I've never used one. I mean, I haven't ever had a reason to. I have a car. I live That's in the fair. Bay. Like, there was, there was no inherent necessity for me right. to go from point A to point B. And thus, I never took advantage of them. In fact, I kind of jumped on the bandwagon with the rest of San Francisco and saying they're a nuisance because people just leave them on the floor. They don't they don't prop them up properly or they just leave them in the pathway. So I was in the camp of, ew, these are terrible. Okay. Rewind a week ago, I was actually in Nashville, Tennessee for work, and uh, that in itself is a story among other stories. But (laughs) what we're focusing on here is we were in downtown Nashville, and the places that we wanted to go were kind of a hop and a skip away, but it would definitely be easier to take one of these electric scooters. Um, We chose Bird and Lyft, and... um, I got to tell you, if you've never tried one of these, they're amazing. (laughs) Yeah? They're awesome. They're so much fun because I know the instructions and the thing that you sign that nobody reads says something along the lines of don't drive this, don't ride this on sidewalks and also make sure you have a helmet. I'm in a foreign country, a foreign land, a foreign world, if you will. I don't have any of those things in regards to safety, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know your laws. So, so I drove between the sidewalk and the and the street, kind of in between. And there was one part of the stretch going to the liquor store. Yes, it's Tennessee. What you gonna do? Um, where we we made a left or no, we made a right turn, and. Uh, the bird scooters actually tell you your uh, um, like how fast you're going, and okay. I was going 12 miles an hour, and I vroom vroomed. That's the technical term. I vroom vroomed, made the right. And I was going like 19 miles an hour, and lo and behold, a pothole. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was my my myself and my my buddy Sean. Uh, who's from Florida. He's never ridden one either. And we both almost simultaneously were like, Mommy! He's like, help! And we somehow <laughs> navigated around. I'm like, okay, this is why helmets, this is why helmets are, are, are like almost required by law. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least very, very uh, emphatically suggested. Right. Um, but uh, after using that to also sightsee, we went on the the, the footbridge that's uh, looking over the river in downtown Nashville, and we saw the sights. We saw the Titan Arena where um, where they uh, where the uh, the football team plays. Uh, I mean, get, uh, Nashville at night is just gorgeous, man. It's just it's just so so beautiful. Um, but then, uh, yeah, these these little contraptions that I just. I wouldn't say vehemently, but I, I I had a lot of like negative feelings about them solely because 
the general populace around me also had negative feelings that now I've ridden one and I feel like I was maybe unsafe in that one per, that one split moment. But I parked it out of the way. I put it in, you know, I, I didn't park it right in the middle of the sidewalk. I didn't let it fall down to the ground. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like, like it, it's not a problem if people can stop being douchebags. Um, yeah, just put them where say, they belong. Right. I will say to everyone that's listening, go try one out safely if you can, if you're of age. They're, they're a lot of fun. Or at Costco, you can buy one from Segway for like 500 bucks on sale. So either way. <laughs> <laughs> low, low, low price. Am I right? Well, if you think about it, that's that in retrospect, you know, it, it's it can be cheaper than buying like a really high end bike which i guess mm-hmm. you would get more like exercise out of but for an electric uh skateboard those are like a thousand for a boosted board those are a thousand if not okay. more so for this by by a, a very reputable company segway mm-hmm. for 500 i'd say that's pretty good you can buy the ones that bird uses from aliexpress which is kind of like <laughs> the chinese ebay uh, you can buy those for like two, three hundred dollars, and they're the exact same ones, just without the bird, you know, logo on them and 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 everything. Right. They the same batteries and and whatnot. Um, so I I would you know I I would lean toward buying the one from Costco because at least you have a you have a place to walk into and say it doesn't work anymore and there's no problem. They'll give your money back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, have you have you had a chance to do any of these? Uh, uh, no, I, I've seen a lot of them. Um, I very much appreciate when people actually put them away, uh, and not just like, it's very sad to see them just ditched on the ground. Cause I, all I know is I'm thinking, wow, someone's, someone's a terrible human, like can't even bother putting the thing that they like borrowed basically paid for, but borrowed. Sure. They can't even bother putting it away like that. Just, I don't know. It, it bugs the absolute crap out of me. When we were on the footbridge, there were, you know, groups of people taking photos with the, with the scenery in the background and everything. For and I sure. saw this group of kids roll up on these birds or whatever. They could have been lying. It doesn't matter. Um, and when they got close enough to the girls, they were like, I don't even know if they were teenagers or like eighth grade middle schoolers, but they were young. Um, when they got close enough to the girls, you could see that they were holding like a laminated sign. Like they were going to ask for donations to quote unquote, help their, or fund their, you know, school trip or something to that effect. Okay. Um, but what annoyed me wasn't necessarily that what annoyed me was the way that they got off the, the scooters was to just basically jump off and forcibly throw the scooter to the ground like they, oh, they just, had their left bail. hand on the handle and then just throw it down to the ground so the bird scooter would just hit yeah, the ground just hit the ground skid yeah i'm like why 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 are we doing this like what if i were to use that and then it were to break because you're being a jer- what uh. dude i would feel so damn bad like you're damaging what is basically public property like basically you're ruining it for everyone else go away no i mean there's there's a there's a, a definitive line where I 
can't cross because of um, how I approach, uh, you know, other other people. Like I wouldn't necessarily go up to the kid and be like, "Hey, don't do that." Oh, like there's see. there's no winning in that. <laughs> but I so wanted to. I so wanted to be like uh, to go up to him and utter, you know, you need to start treating these things with more respect. Or blah, 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 blah. Like, I had no, like, like, verbal recourse, but I wanted to, like, make an example of him somehow. Oh, dude. See, there's the difference between you and I. I actually do say things. Um, Speaking of people who don't put things away, Costco customers who don't put their carts away. Oh, my goodness. I, like, I'm very mean. I'm very mean. Um usually like say really backhanded comments like oh that's not where that goes <laughs> <laughs> or oh no it's gonna it's gonna fly away you should put it where it belongs it's it's just over there like i i mean i had another guy um like i pointed where the the cart return was because i saw him looking around like kind of like oh where is it and i was like kind of like hey, it's over there friend like not trying to tell him what to do but like kind of edging him towards it and then i see he just kind of gives up and just leaves it leaves it by his car and so i walk away and i'm holding my phone so i look at my phone but i kind of like purposely shake my head no um but i do it like very obviously not just not very it's not subtle at all it's very like no you shouldn't do that i can totally imagine doing that actually i hear him in the background as i'm walking away just go what and I just keep walking like, you know what you did? You you know why you're saying what? You, why you're saying what is because you know. You know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> so I look back when I get to the door and he put the card away. <laughs> really? He knew. he knew. Oh, wow. He knew what he did wrong. Okay. Okay. So sometimes change can happen with one yeah. person at a time. Yeah. No, there's a... There's a couple people that you can watch on like YouTube that like cart shame people for the same the same reasons. Just okay, first like off, parking the cart channel, behind okay. them and their car and stuff. It's great. It's great. Big fan. I have never cart shamed anyone like like you. Okay. Um, while I feel that it's a very um, valiant thing that you're doing, not just for Costco. But for like, for them to get it into their their thick skull, like you can't just leave this stuff here. It's gonna hit somebody, or it's it's gonna cause a, a uh, an infarction of some sort because someone's gonna go into oh look an empty parking space. Oh no, it's not. There's three carts here that was hidden that I didn't see. So there. Um, so I, I definitely admire the the uh, the tenacity that you have to say. You know what? No, screw this. I'm gonna say something. I, I just don't have that backbone, personally. Um, <laughs> the closest that I've ever done that was when I actually did see a lone cart on a decline in Costco just going down the main aisle of the car lot. Okay. Nobody, like, catching it or anything, but it was definitely on course to hit something, whether it be okay. a car, a person... It didn't matter, but I was on the other side, like parallel to where this cart was going. All right. And I beelined through two, uh, in between two cars and, and caught it. I wouldn't say just in time, 
but I caught it. And there were enough people that noticed what had happened and saw what I did. And they're like, dang, good job, man. Thank you. And I said, yeah, this wouldn't happen if people put carts back over there. And that's the only time that I've done that. Mm-hmm. But was when the, I said was that, was the cart person around? The person who caused the problem? I don't know. Like they they were a ghost. Well, of was, course they're they're going to be shamed, so they're well, they're going to hide. But hopefully they heard you. They heard your words. Hopefully, the, like because next time I'm going to run it into their cart. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just it it just it just it it amazes me how. How people can be so... It just comes down to laziness, dude. Like, like yep, I'm done. 100%. I have gone through Costco and dealt with all the lines and all the crappy samples and this and that and the other reason. I don't want to walk 10 feet that direction. I'm going to leave this here. And oh, I also have a Starbucks cup that's empty. I'm going to leave it in the cart. Hey, bro. <laughs> guess my, what my the favorite... cart returners at Costco aren't? They're yeah, not my, janitors. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite re- response is uh is I've seen that a lot online of like, well they they pay few people to do that, and it's like that's not how that works, friend. No, that's not what they're paid for. They're not paid to go like hunt down these carts. You are actually taking more time, and that's not even the point. The point is that you're risking all of our cars for your laziness. I mean, while we can't fix laziness, that's an innate human thing. Um, I think the best thing we can do is something what you did, which is take a passive approach and, you know, maybe pick your battles. If the guy seems to be an MMA fighter, maybe not do it, but, um, <laughs> you know, pick, you know, pick, pick your battles and, uh, you know, maybe one by one, we can change the world of carts for the better. I like it. Let's get it. So while I was at this business trip, I was inundated with game trailers for games that we already knew that were coming out. But it was a nice refresher. Right. And I, I wanted to ask you, um, were there any particular games or uh, DLCs uh, that were coming 2019, early 2020 that you were like super, super looking forward to? That's an easy answer. Shadowkeep from Destiny. Ooh, and oh Ori yeah. Will the Wisps, obviously oh, yeah. Gears, obviously Gears, yeah. Like yeah, that's that's just easy. Yourself, um, you know, I was never a huge Gears fan, um, but after watching the cinematic for Horde mode, I am super excited <laughs> for Horde mode. <laughs> um, if any of you guys watch the cinematic for Horde mode and have also played Apex. You might notice that Kate and Wraith's uh, alt are almost the same kind of, or they're similar in nature in that she can kind of go invisible, but her uh, the thing that she says is the same thing. I think that's kind of cute. Um, the other game that I'm looking forward to, I don't think it's going to be early 2020. It might be late 2020. Uh, which is uh, Flight Simulator. I think that's going to be launched with Project Scarlet because it's going to be like super duper awesome looking graphics, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, but I'm definitely looking forward to that. But um, the one game that uh, I, 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 I can't stop thinking about how much time I'm probably going to waste in it is Cyberpunk. <laughs> Well, that one's what February. 
Yeah, so it's still early. It still goes with the timeline that I initially yeah, yeah. put out. No, yeah, I'm just making sure I'm remembering, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 February. Um CD Project Red, they actually put out another uh kind of I wouldn't call it trailer, but they put Teaser. another uh um video out um talking to some of the devs behind um Cyberpunk and like some of the updates that they have done since the initial reveal and mm-hmm. the 45 minute gameplay that, that they had last year and it is quite quite extensive not to mention you know Keanu Reeves so and by the way <laughs> Quentin if I haven't told you you're breathtaking so um I think uh yeah I I, I think that the later on this year uh Gears is going to take up a lot of my time but also Borderlands oh Borderlands Borderlands Gotta love some Borderlands. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that one. I'm excited. Like, there's a lot of games this year I'm excited for. I'm actually excited for Call of Duty this year. That's, like, the first time in years, years. that I've been excited for yeah. Call of Duty. It's going to be an interesting year, and it's uh, it's going to be interesting trying to decide how that's all going to fit into my wallet, because that's really where it's going to count. <laughs> that's, well, that's the deciding the, factor there. That's, that's one of the things, and I don't want to, like, get into, like, work talk mode at all, but... There are there are some games that have come that are coming out or that have come out that are going to be on Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. and honestly, if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't play the games. But like the Blair Witch Project, that's on Game Pass now, and is I, it? Yeah, I'm super oh, happy wow. about that because I want to try with my friends, and it's because it's one of those games where it's like th- a three v one. And, uh, you know, one of your friends oh, tries to kill the rest of you, I think. I think that's how it's going to go. Evolve tried to do it way back when, but it just, I, I don't I don't remember the nuances, but I remember it turned out really bad. I think it was mainly like a lot of it was pay to win. Like you, there was a lot of characters that had special abilities that were paid for only. Oh. And nobody liked that. Oh. Nobody. Well, we've come a long that. way. Yeah. We've yes. Come a long yes. Way, we've so. come a long way since then. Oh, and I think you and I are both forgetting the big, big, big game, Star Wars. Yeah, no, super excited for that yeah. as well. Yeah, I saw some gameplay at the event that I was at, and I was, I, I, I am very, very excited. I think some of the um, character abilities are ones that you know you have to earn, you know, mm-hmm. like work up to and grind up to. I get that. Right. I'm fine with that. But once you get there, ooh, it looks so cool. <laughs> ooh, it's so cool. Big changes. Yeah. There's a lot of games coming out that are super exciting. The thing I want, honestly, out of Star Wars is I want an M-rated Star Wars movie. I want to see... About like, pod racing. A, uh, Django fed, honestly. Django or Boba. Mm. And, like, I want to see the dirty side of Star Wars. <sighs> Because you saw that trailer for the uh, uh, the Mandalorian, didn't you? Yeah, that's a new TV show that's coming out. Uh huh. And you know, I'm usually not one to watch trailers, but man, and spoilers if someone actually cares about this. But there is a part in the trailer where the dude gets grappled through the iris door. And then they immediately close the iris door and it cuts the video cuts before anything happens. But he very obviously got cut in half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I want more of that. 
I know you're not a dad yet, as far as you know. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> never took a trip to the Cayman Islands, thank you. Okay, well, uh, when you do become a father, uh, do you think that you'll let your child uh, drink under supervision? I'm not saying, like, go out to house parties and do all that kind of stuff. I'm saying as a 11 to 15-year-old you'll let them have maybe a glass of wine or, or a pint of beer to get their palate used to that um, as they get older. No. And, uh, make their own decision. No? Why no. is that? Wait, wait. Okay. So you're, you're talking about underage drinking. Essentially. Yes. Okay. In this country, like, it is considered underage drinking. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Let's, let's start with no, like absolutely okay. not there. <laughs> one, get their palate ready. Like, no, what? Like, I, I want to say they don't need their palate ready, but like that's that's the wrong term I'm looking for. Um, that just sounds bizarre. Is what I want to say. That like, okay, they want to, you want to get them ready for drinking. Why? Why do they need to drink in the like? I'm I'm not a big fan of drinking in the first place. I don't drink myself right. for a you multitude don't drink of yourself, reasons. Right. But that sounds weird. You and, don't drink yourself. How would you ever drink yourself? <laughs> um, but and that's a personal choice of mine. Like I, I hold nothing against people that drink. And if like my kid grew up and like was at age and was like, I'm going to drink responsibly. Go mm-hmm. for it. Like I'm all for drinking responsibly. It's when, you know, the parties and stuff, that's where it's like, OK, bud, calm down. But right. For underage drinking. No, I'm not going to prep them. Like I'm going to, you know, explain the adverse effects of alcohol. Um, I'm going to explain what happens to you. I'm going to show them what happens to you. Uh, but I'm not going to like introduce that into their diet. Do you, you do, do realize do you? though we're one of the only countries in the world that has a very strict high age of uh, consent for drinking alcohol. We also have done multitude of research that has shown that it's bad for you to like do early age drinking it's bad for the development of the brain right well in that, moderation if, if I, I've if I remember correctly go ahead I'm sorry no I was just saying I like take all this with a great assault because I may be like misremembering some sort study or something I'm not some sort of expert of course right I'm just I uh I, I remember when living in in Europe and the idea of a 13-year-old or 12-year-old, maybe not a 10 or 11, but at least a 12 or 13-year-old having a little bit of wine, not a full glass, just a little bit of wine to uh, to be added in addition to the, uh, to the dinner was not just, and maybe saying getting used to, the, getting their palate used to it was, wasn't a good example. It wasn't necessarily to do that, although I'm sure that had an effect. It was also the fact that the, and I know you don't have this understanding innately, but combining the alcohol and the fermentation from wine with the meal can actually improve the overall taste of what you just consumed. So there was there was a more I, I guess esoterically gourmet esque kind of like viewpoint to that, okay. um, and I also feel like making alcohol it's not the same as cigarettes and and weed and uh, like but, but like like making alcohol seem so terrible 
has an adverse reaction. Like if you if you make it such a taboo, the kids mm-hmm. are going to want to do it more and more and more. And thusly, you're right. But that's then we have all these kids having these drinking problems at the age of you know 12 or 13. But if right. you make it like, hey, you can have a couple uh, a glass of wine every Friday night when you have dinner with us. You know, for a while, the kid's going to get you going to look forward to them. Like, yes, I'm going to drink. And then it's going to be like, oh, it's not a big deal. Then he right. goes out with his friends and, fa- and friends like, dude, I had a glass of wine. Not a big deal. His friends are like, oh, my God, you're so cool. I'm like, no, it's it's really not. And that's going to be less of an issue. Uh, yes and no. Like, I, OK, so I agree with like not saying, you know, demonizing it or something and saying like, oh, you got to. It, it's it's it. evil and avoid and blah blah blah. Like I right. okay, that makes sense. Don't want to do that because then yeah, of course you're gonna have that reverse effect of the kids gonna want it more and more and more. Definitely agree with you there. But that's not what I would do. Is more education. Like that's one of the reasons I don't drink. Is I don't like see like I've I've watched the adverse effects of alcohol. I've watched people become alcoholics i've watched people while Mm -hmm. they are drunk i have babysat people while they are drunk i have no interest in any of that right and that's like what i would want to pass on to my kid of like look you you don't have as much control when you're drinking does that sound fun to you because if it does fine but you're gonna have to wait until you're old enough okay this this might come across wrong but I think sometimes the best way to learn is by doing. And I'm not suggesting a binge. I'm not suggesting a kager for your 12-year-old. Not at all. But I'm saying, like, uh, some kids, you could talk to them till you are blue in the face. And they'll say, uh-huh, I get it. But they're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going to understand because they have no reference material. Their reference material, sure is pop culture, the internet, and jokes at in the schoolyard. But if you were able to do it in a safe manner, in a controlled environment, um, where you yourself were not drunk, you yourself um, had the ability to... I mean, it's still your kid at 13. You're going to babysit anyways, so you're already kind of prepared for that, just as a parent. He's like, okay... Here's a glass of wine with your hamburger or your steak. Steak is probably better. And then afterwards, how do you feel? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, okay. Like, let me explain. Like, how did the how did the steak taste before? How did it taste afterwards? Um, do you think that this is something you would like or not? This is this is what, you know, what adults do in moderation. And, you know, as long as you have a responsible and mature upbringing with your child and you don't let them abuse it and you don't abuse it for them or in some cases push it on them, then I think the end result could be okay. I definitely see the other side of it. Don't get me wrong. I can definitely see where a kid can take full advantage of it and, you know, start drinking uh, PBRs, which is... uh, brand of beers if you didn't know um behind the dumpster when mommy and daddy aren't watching i to- i totally see it um but i i i i feel like for the kids that i know that just grew up drinking it wasn't a big deal and because it wasn't a big deal for them it then became not a big deal for me to have a drink at their house 
And then for my parents, it also wasn't a big deal because it was all like agreed upon, like this is a social norm for them. Right. And I could see that. But I just, I don't know. I just wouldn't want to really like introduce that to their life, honestly. Okay. It just doesn't sound beneficial. Like there's, there seems to be just a lot of like, there's a potential of, you know, uh, getting addicted to it, being at such a young age. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of, there's there the negatives outweigh the positives. I mean, there's definitely a lot of what ifs. You're right. Um, and it just seems like education on the subject would be more beneficial. I guess it depends on how you do the education. Because uh, I'll tell you this, and I don't think it's any secret uh, to you or maybe if I've talked about in the podcast, but when my mother educated me on the scariness of drugs, I kind of took it as a joke because... Uh, the PSAs that I watched and the books that she had me read, one of them was called Uppers, Downers, All-Arounders. I'm like, this is... I'm not learning anything from this. I see a lung and it looks gross. That's great. I don't... I have nothing to relate to. If this is all so bad, why are all these people doing it? Mm-hmm. Now, I've never done any hard drugs, but I've done... Uh, and I don't mind saying it. You know, I've smoked weed. I've had. I've, I've, I've dropped e. I've ne- uh, I've eaten mushrooms, in moderation, with friends that loved me as a friend. They took care of me, and I'm not saying that my parents should have done that for me. But taking that same kind of mentality, where I wish um, instead of just kind of being thrown out into the world of high school parties and college parties, maybe there's some sort of middle ground where instead of just being talked to and saying drugs are bad, alcohol is bad, maybe there's some sort of middle ground to say, yes, but let this is this is not 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 that it's just bad, but also let's let's look at how it also could be better. Like I mean the, you know, red wine add moderation is good for your heart. Right. Maybe not at a not a not as a thirteen um, year old maybe, but I just feel like it definitely comes down to the, the the style of parenting. There's also a bit of a religious component to it, so there's that as well. Um, for you guys, yeah, yes, I agree, um, and I'm sure that would be the last thing that you would want to uh, put on your own child still under the watchful eye of, you know, other loving aunties, uncles, grandpa, grandma. Like, what are you doing? You know? Well, uh, even even with that, like with family and stuff, the way I've raised my kids is my own, not yours. Um, okay. I'm not too worried about that and, like, people's impressions of me. But I do also, like, I don't know, I I think regardless of that, I still just, I don't know. I, I would not want to give that to my kid. I'd rather just educate them and let them know the benefits and the detriments and be like, you can, you can think about this when you're older, but for now, no. What if your kid came back at you and said, you know, when he or she is older, uh, and said to you, I wish you would have let me experience this early on at least in a smaller form, so I knew what I was getting myself into. 
uh, I don't know what to tell you, friend. I didn't experience it myself. That's that's what I tell him. Like I I I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> I I I think there's merits to both sides of the coin, and I I I agree with a lot of a lot of your points. But I really feel like the demonization of alcohol um, m- makes it worse than it needs to be. Mm. And then it causes more problems. Well, I can also say this here. Let, let me see if this helps a little. I can also sure. say I would rather my kid at a younger age experience marijuana than alcohol. Is that because you see more medical benefits to marijuana than alcohol? Yeah. Like there's, okay. there's, I mean... Yeah, there's a lot more like pluses to to marijuana than there is minuses. Whereas alcohol is like, like okay, you know, in moderation that can be good for your heart or whatever. But like for the most part, it's just negatives. Yeah. Like okay, yeah, you can you can have fun and blah blah blah. But for the most part, when we're talking medically, it's just negatives. Okay. And so I'd rather have them have that experience of like. Look, it's that's not a big deal. This isn't exactly good for you, and we're not going to encourage it. And I'm not going to give it to you because it's actually not good for you. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, like I said, they can make that decision when they're older. I'm not trying to put you out as a square no. parent either. I'm not like that. Wasn't my point of, of I don't of, think of bringing up was. this topic. Um, but I definitely appreciate your viewpoint, and um, and yeah, I. I know, like for me, having a 15-year-old son, stepson, whatever, I've brought up a number of times. Like, you know, when I've had a beer or when I've had wine at the house and, you know, we were all hanging out, uh, even on his birthday when he turned 15, his mother, myself, his uncle, we were all having a birthday shot for him. (laughs) But then we asked him, hey, dude, you want a birthday shot? He's like, no, I really don't. Like, really? You don't? Like, no. And all of his friends were there. 18 of his friends were there. Like, dude, your parents are going to give you alcohol. Like, no, I I really don't. And I admired that. Like, we gave him the choice. And he Mm -hmm. made his own choice to say no. Um, And then after that, we didn't push the the, the subject matter. Um, I think the fact that he knows that the door is always there that he can always come to us um more so his mother than me obviously because he's with her more but um uh he can always come to to us for for advice um and for you know what little guidance that we can give him in the world of alcohol and how to avoid the pitfalls that we have all kind of dealt with but i will tell you man i will tell you all the pitfalls that i have endured because of alcohol those memories make me a better person. And I know it's weird to say in retrospect, because dur- at that time, I hated myself, I hated the world, and I hated the oxygen that I breathed. But after after the experiences of, um, of uh, you know, being in the lowest of low because of, uh, you know, because of a, a wild night or even a very depressing time... Um, I feel stronger knowing that, you know what, I didn't need that. And I feel like I have a lot more self-confidence to get over the mental hump that I thought alcohol 
I required. And uh, yeah, would I, I don't know if I would trade that, if I would do it again or not, but it's just something that um, I feel very strongly that it, it, it was something that really helped me grow as a person. Hmm. Again, not condoning it. I'm not saying don't go get blitzed and have uh, like a an epiphany. But if it happens, it is definitely something you can learn from. Well, I guess for once we have quite a differing opinion. Did you ever watch The Dark Crystal growing up? Oh, man. Uh, maybe once. I'm going to say once. Okay. And I don't remember pretty much anything other than it had Muppets in it. Okay. Um, well, wrong. They're not Muppets. Wait, 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 wait. Is this, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Is this the one with, uh, uh, the, the crystal ball holder guy or am I thinking of the other movie? That's no, that's Labyrinth. the Labyrinth. Yep. Nope. I don't, I, I don't have any information for you. Sorry. Okay. Well, it's become a cult favorite. And even with that, I myself had never seen the dark crystal. Like I, I, I never understood the references i didn't know what a gelfling was but i've heard the, the term gelfling and i've seen you know at comic conventions i'm sure you've seen people dress up as gelflings or skets or, or whatever and you were like i don't know what that is but that's a cool costume um <laughs> from 1982 i mean for what it was it was a pretty decent movie that was all puppets you know all puppets and all practical effects um 30 hmm. years later, Netflix actually brought it back as a prequel, as a 10-episode show. And my girlfriend and I started watching it um, a couple of nights ago. And okay. it is amazing. That's cool. The amount of work that this team has done. Because the original team, when they uh, started doing the movie, they had close to two years to like get everything prepped. The Netflix team had like six months. Oof. The movie had maybe uh, seven to eight different like actual scenes that they had to build, like like sets that they had to build. Mm-hmm. The TV show, again, remember, six months, they have like double that. Oh, and geez. so obviously Netflix money is a lot more money than they were getting back then because it's right. Netflix. And they have the manpower, yada, 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 yada. It doesn't take away from the fact that this was a huge undertaking. And Mm -hmm. so after watching the first two episodes, my girlfriend said, look, you have to watch the first, you have to watch the movie to kind of see where this is coming from. Right. That makes sense. The movie in itself, uh, like like I was saying, it it is fairly breathtaking if you can just let yourself go and just you know suspend disbelief and just enjoy it for what it is. There's a right. little character in there called Fizzgig. He's my favorite, and I want him as a real <laughs> pet. Um, the show is a prequel to the movie, and I don't know if I said that earlier, but I'm saying it again. So that is my recommendation to you and your wife. And their long episodes are like forty-eight to fifty minutes long, so oh, they're, they're pretty they're pretty heavy. Um, mm-hmm. But just remembering, like, wow, these are these are people that are sticking their hands up in a puppet's butt for for hours on end. You know, I mean, they usually like not uh, that. That's usually not how those work, right? They have like the sticks connected to their hands and stuff. So they'll have. St- They'll have like one stick with one hand and then you'll, you might have another helper 
holding the right hand while you hold the left hand, but your right hand is up the butt and moving the mouth. So sometimes Spoilers it can take two to three people, work. <laughs> uh, two to three people um, controlling uh, each puppet. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. I mean, think about like Jabba the Hutt. I mean, that took like three guys to control because there mm. there's one guy controlling the, the the eyes and everything, and another guy controlling the tail, and like two guys inside controlling the the big ginormous mouth and whatever else that he's doing, just sitting there on his throne. I mean, puppeteering has come a long way. And one thing I really love about what they've done with this show is that it, it has not been overshadowed by CGI. Like, there are mm. moments in the show where I'm like, oh, that's CGI. I saw a little bit of behind the scenes. No, it's not. That was freaking real. I'm like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Like, they've obviously enhanced it with CGI, but the actual puppet itself was real. And what it did to the other puppet was real. Like, and it had weight, it had depth, it had texture. And right, it, right. It really added to uh, like the believability of what's happening in this this um, fantasy land. So makes sense. Yeah, that was that that's awesome. Is, uh, that is my Netflix recommendation for this episode, and I re- recommend that you go see it right now. I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. It's not really a show that like appeals to me. Rude. Like that kind of thing is not something that I would normally go. Yeah. Rude. I'm really boring when it comes to TV. Um, like I am very, I'm one of the people that's very upset that the office is coming off of Netflix and going to NBC's own, own streaming area. And I don't know how I'm going to handle it. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, Well, honestly, if you just go buy it digitally, it it might be what's going to happen. Cause I, I refuse. Yeah. I'm not, that's what I'm doing with friends. I'm not getting another, I'm not getting another streaming service. I'm yeah. sorry. No, that's that's what I'm doing with friends. Like, I'm just going to, you know, when, once it's completely off Netflix and I can't do anything about it, I'm just going to buy it digitally. That's, that's what I did with Seinfeld. And it's like, look, like, I got the taste and now I, I, I want to continue this laughter cake at my <laughs> own, at my own pace. But I am very aware that I'm probably going to be spending quite a lot of money because you know both friends office and um um you know and seinfeld they, they had a lot of seasons but mm. these were hours of complete enjoyment and as we've discussed in the past you, it's hard to put a price on things that you enjoy because right it, it, it has that very visceral kind of uh connection uh, for right. you and and uh and the product so you know, you know, I've seen a lot of people making comments of like, uh, oh, you know, it, The Office is coming off of Netflix. Well, I guess I'll just go pirate it. And I'm kind of wondering, like, because piracy is taking kind of like a, a step back. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, things are so much e- easily accessible nowadays. Sure. You know, you can you can get anything so quickly nowadays via Netflix or whatever. You don't have to, you know, go to some back alley. You can get these legitimately and for extremely cheap. And I feel like we're taking a step backwards with this of like making piracy appeal again, because it's like, Oh, if you want to watch this show, you're going to need ABC's the streaming service. But if you want to watch this, then you got to get the other streaming service. Oh, but that's not on there. So you got to like, it feels like they're, they're hurting themselves and they're regressing. 
Yeah, but it's still not going to... I mean, from from the network standpoint, it's not going to be a lot of people doing it. Um, That's fair. You know, and... I, I, I think... I feel like the people that are going to pirate aren't very savvy about that. Like... like if I were to pirate, I wouldn't put that on the internet. I would just do it. Like I wouldn't put that as a comment. Right. I'm just gonna go pirate this. I'm just gonna go do it. Because I, I well, have usually like, they're usually they're they're kind of off comments. Like they're not you know specifically saying I am going to go pirate this content. Okay. They usually like man if uh, if they didn't do this, I, I bet piracy is gonna make a return. It's gonna appeal to a lot of people. Not necessarily me, but it's gonna appeal to a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, in itself, though, piracy has also gotten kind of hard. Um, I mean, if you if you do BitTorrent, or I guess I guess we don't want to give people ideas, but th- there there are easier methods on how to do it. But at the same time, there's there's also a huge amount of like like fear now. Now that like day day one viruses and malware and things like that have been creeping up and have been so easily injected into everyday everybody's like computers through mm-hmm. social engineering and whatnot. If you go the complete opposite and just go pirate, sure, you might enjoy it, but then opening yourself up to attack. Completely. I could see that. Yeah, I go back and forth on it honestly like with the whole uh, streaming thing it's like I get everybody wants a piece of the pie but it's like dude that's the whole reason everybody moved away from cable is because it was much better to like a la carte the thing and you, uh, get it in an easier more accessible format and you're making it regress to where it's hard again did you have an answer because all these companies want to have their own streaming service I don't I don't got the answer I'm I'm not that I'm not that smart. <laughs> the only answer that I would have is that fine, have your own streaming service, but there, I guess Hulu was the answer. Hulu was, was a conglomerate like, uh, you know, uh, service that was backed by, you know, Disney and Fox and all mm-hmm. these other companies. And now I think it's like, is it solely owned by Disney now? I don't know. I don't know how Hulu works. I have no exactly. idea. But the mouse owns everything. Right, they own everything. But, I mean, that was the one thing that you could point to and say, hey, if you want TV shows, just use Hulu. And then you just paid Hulu, and it was, mm-hmm. yay, Hulu. But but now, a lot of those same companies that would just put their stuff on Hulu, like you're saying, like mm-hmm. Disney, owning everything, they want to own 100%, not just 30%. So, right. they go and do Disney+, Plus. NBC has their thing, you can only watch the new Star Trek on CBS All Access, things things like that. So right. I, I wish there was one way that you could get like a third party, nonpartisan subscription service to say, hey, we have no dog in the fight. We're just going to make this easy for you guys. You pay yep. this amount for three services. You pay this amount for four services. And it is a discount. But then you have all the things. And now instead of having to care about three separate logins or four separate logins you just use our splash page in a sense and then go just search for the show that you want 
and mm-hmm. Bob's your uncle. You have your show. You don't care if it's from Netflix. You don't care if it's from CBS All Access. All you care about is it pops up. If there was a way to do that, that would be great. But at the same time, people would lose money too because that's under the impression that everybody's okay with getting some third-party company to give discounts to <laughs> to combine all these subscriptions. That's what they're trying to avoid. So you're right. There's no answer. Yeah, no, this just it's just a sucky situation and it's just going to keep relapsing every time it's fixed, honestly. I mean, it's never really ever going to be fixed uh, unless we all decide to just say screw it, I'm going to read books now and listen to podcasts. <laughs> Both of those are on my own time and my own volition. Podcasts are free unless I do Patreon. And I'll just go to the library and support my local library. And if we were to all do that, then maybe. But I highly doubt that's ever going to come to pass. What can you do? (laughs) Well, as always, a stunning and scintillating conversation with you, Quentin. Where can people find you on the internet? On... On Xbox and Instagram at Firewall. You find me at those places as well under Lazy Tech Tony. You can follow both of us on Instagram under Still Recording or also on Reddit, Still Recording Podcast. And if you're using Anchor, drop us a question in the message bin. That'd be awesome. Uh, One last thing. We would love to see some reviews. There's a lot of listeners out there. Love you guys. But I would love to see some reviews. Maybe a topic you want us to to touch on. And leave that in iTunes, Google Play, wherever reviews are accepted. But until then, we will see you in the the next one. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Uh...